I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to all the listeners, to everyone that has supported the podcast. Today is my birthday, and I just wanted to have a little bumper thanking everyone that has um, been with us from the beginning, that has been supporting us, uh, rating us, sharing us, subscribing, giving us constructive criticism and feedback, and uh, always letting us know how we can improve. Thank you for being a part of the Lucky Dog Podcast, and I look forward to producing more great media for you guys and gals and everyone in between. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I believe in love at first sight. No real words? Only fake ones. (laughs) Everything shit. I love that. So easy, so right. This is how our story goes, Beck. I think I might really like him. Too much? That's perfect. If I just keep being the perfect boyfriend, you'll realize I'm not a maybe. I'm the one. Love is tricky. Can we get real for a second? You have questionable taste in friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today, I have with me... Kelly! Oh, okay. Nice to have you. Nice to have you back. I know. Good to be back. Today, we are discussing... You. Won't talk about you. Won't talk about me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, we are discussing... I guess it's now Netflix's uh, original You. Mm -hmm. Originally, it was on Lifetime. It's been taken over by Netflix. Netflix has blown... Not lifetimes views out of the water. I think I discussed a little bit how successful this show was on the first first episode. We discussed it. Really? And uh, I, I guess you weren't there for the first half. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So for anyone that uh, needs a refresher, I believe Lifetime aired the show You with uh, about half a million to a million viewers, which is really not shit for a brand new show. Yeah. Um, it's not enough to sustain a season two. Season three, season four, you know? Yeah. Um, Netflix got the same show a month or two later. I think Lifetime aired it in September. Netflix aired it in December. Took that one million views, multiplied it by 40. Holy shit. Yeah. Netflix said they got around 40 million views for, uh, net, uh, for, this, for this show. So it's quite a hit, honestly. Um, it is. It, regardless if you like it or not. I think it was the first episode. I remember. So we're discussing spoilers. We assume no, by... No, no, I'm just saying how I felt with the first episode. I was, I didn't like it. Okay. Let's we were look... like, through the first episode. I was like, meh. No. <laughs> well, you were like, what? Meh. Oh, okay. okay. I was just trying to make sure. I thought I had the volume was a little funk of dunk. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's do a little walkthrough. How we, how we felt 
going through the season of you, okay? Um, and then we'll eventually lead up to the very end. And by now, we expect you, the listener, to either have seen all of the show you or you're prepared to be spoiled on the next season one yeah okay so uh kelly tell me uh impressions on season one of you kind of going you know in ascending order i'll try i will try um my beginning impression i I wasn't fond of it Mm -hmm. i it didn't feel like a show that i was gonna sit down and binge for the like during that first episode maybe even through the first and second episode i kept thinking i'm gonna i'm gonna end up not finishing this because i didn't like it what was turning you off about it uh him like what he was doing the aspect of what he was doing and because of all the things i had heard other people say about it i think the millie brown comment had come out Mm -hmm. like right before i started watching it everyone was making a big deal about what she had said and obviously I hadn't seen the whole show, but I was just like, I don't want females to think, I didn't want females to, to like what he was doing. I don't want females to take what he's doing and, and call this love. Right. So well, I wasn't okay with it. Well, given that we know how it ends up, do you think that it's okay with the direction that they went with? I mean, it is. It's okay because hopefully... It'll, it got the it got the message the right message across uh, to deter from this. Yes, stay steer clear of these people. Right, these types of people, men and women, because this is not men are not the only ones like that. Women very much are can be obsessed, mm-hmm. but obsessed with another person. Uh, given we just watched the Ted Bundy stuff, it's kind of hard not to do some sort of comparison. Yeah. Um, good looking, charming, young. Um, "Quote unquote good look." I mean, they look they look very similar, they don't do they? They look kind of similar. Uh huh. Okay, so Kelly doesn't think Ted Bundy was a good looking. He guy, was but... not an okay, attractive so, man. Okay, so quote unquote, which good... I don't find him that attractive either. Okay, well they have the same facial features and structures, yeah, and I would say same that, hair, kind of. Yeah, lanky, kind of, uh, uh, highly uh, intelligent, yeah, articulate individual. I like. I'm gonna kind of take something from the show I just finished. Because I like that they use no spo- this. No spoilers. No spoiling. I just, and I'm not going to say what show. I like that there is a group of people who use this to describe someone. A, a pale, skinny, sickly looking man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, is that him? Yep. Okay. Okay. Sickly looking. Gross. It's like, I, it feels good to call someone that looks like that and does what he's doing that name. Sickly. Okay. Okay. All right. Because that's what he is. All right. So, uh, so rounding it back to the beginning of the season and how you felt the first couple episodes, you weren't too fond about uh, this guy. No. You, you weren't encapsulated like the rest of a lot of people, I guess, were. Yeah. I thought he was a lot more charming and charismatic than I was expecting, to, for me personally. But what was gripping for me was um, his, his over-analyzing of character traits and personalities you know yeah and i love that type of stuff that's type of storytelling not in so much of like a stalker sense but i've seen a lot of other you know you got like dexter you got like mr robot you got like sherlock holmes all these uh types of characters all have these 
types they're, they're they're creating character types and creating like these you know like quote unquote databases in their mind of people you know yeah and whether they're doing it for good or evil you know you know is is up to the show yeah but i always find that type of stuff fascinating you know when they're when he's able to you know read a person now the thing is you takes that to the level of the unreliable narrator he'll say oh she's over there she's wearing high heels she's got a coffee and she's doing this that and the other clearly she's wearing the high high heels because she's uh in a corporate environment all the time which this show would might take a different this show might take a different uh approach yeah so that's that was what was kind of gripping to me that there was always kind of like this this uh layer of i might not know what was going to happen next yeah so did you ever feel like that? Like I, at the end of the first episode, I didn't think that there was going to be, I mean, as soon as that, I saw that big ass torture chamber room downstairs, I was like, someone's going in the box, uh, but someone's going in the box. Yeah. I was like, that is way too high tech for the bottom of that bookstore. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, someone's going in the box. Someone's been in the box. The holes up at the top made it even worse. It like, was so a dead odd. giveaway. Like yeah. that's a cage. It's like, whoa. Uh, that's not just a reading space. <laughs> that's a cage. Yeah. Did did you It's like when you get an animal and you put it in a cardboard box, you put coals in it. Yeah, it, it's straight up uh, barbaric. Yeah. Um Okay, so I think I had, the last thing I had podcasted was around episode 4 and I think you were pod you were starting to catch up around that episode that's when she meets her father mm -hmm. and he stalks her to the motel yeah what what were you thinking around that part i mean at at, at that point i can pretty i've already podcasted how i thought about that but i yeah. want to know what you were thinking about. i think at that point i was intrigued with it you know i was i was ready to finish like i was okay with finishing it mm -hmm. um her trying to find this guy named the captain we were like oh my gosh she's getting with an older man i i still we're not spoiling, right? No, we are spoiling. We are? Everybody has seen this by oh. now. Or is ready to be spoiled. Okay. I still don't understand her comment. If you're going to act like a whore, might as well dress like one. I, okay. so I, I That brought... threw me off. And like I don't get it because she wasn't going to sleep with someone. My point exactly. I, 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 felt, I felt in some scenarios that they were leading the viewer on just for the sake of it. She could have easily had those texts instead of say the captain could have been dad. You know, it could have completely subverted the expectation of us thinking that she was going to sleep with another older man, yeah. which she ends up doing later. But it doesn't ultimately feel that cataclysmic, in my opinion. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, wait, she, we thought she was doing this earlier. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, wait, she actually is. But then it's like, it's OK later. It, it was it was weird. You know, no, it really wasn't OK later. Well, I'm uh, in, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, really. None of the characters in this are scot free. Like, they're not good. You're not playing. They're not playing good characters. You know what I mean? It's not like Beck was this innocent girl who wasn't sleeping around on her boyfriend and wasn't sleeping around with multiple people before she got started dating. Which not that there's a problem with that, but own that if that's what you do. You right. know what I mean? Right. Don't for the sake of feeling comforted comf comforted or whatever mm -hmm. don't don't make people think that you're doing one thing and that you want one thing when really you're doing behind closed doors you're a whole other person mm -hmm. and that 
I didn't like that. I, I didn't like that part about Beck either. So not clearly not saying she deserved having a stalker boyfriend or a guy who lied to her about what he was doing. But I mean, you. Another another thing people need to take from the show is you get what you give. If you're giving shitty, if you're being shitty in the relationship, most likely something bad is going to happen. Right, right, right. I I think that uh, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said. Um, I do feel like they paint her to be uh, not perfect because that would be boring to have a perfect character. Yeah. Um, but with doing that, it does sacrifice her in a way that... I, I'm not trying to put any blame on her at all. I'm not trying to put any blame that she, like, quote-unquote, you know... Anything this guy did to her is repulsive. Yeah, but no, she it, just didn't because deserve she, just to because be hit she, and locked in a cage, but she did deserve to be confronted. She deserves to be confronted. You always deserve to be confronted, and you should always have to... You sh- you do deserve to be confronted. But not, so but, people... not but not if the guy is uh, fucking Ted Bundy, you know? No, I'm not I mean I'm not saying I, that I, but you're saying in a regular You can't help who the fuck the guy is mm-hmm. as a female or as a male. It doesn't matter if you, for one, she didn't know what he was doing. So you like obviously we cuz we're watching it, you can say, "Oh, well she didn't deserve it from him because he's a bad guy." anyone who's doing anything that's detrimental to a relationship deserves to be confronted. Right. And, and, and I, I, like I said, I agree with that. And what I'm saying is, is she didn't deserve from him. Obviously he doesn't deserve to do shit, you know? Yeah. Um, knowing how this season starts to roll out, is it a satisfying ending for you? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, let's uh, let's continue a little bit more down the uh, down the season one. Okay. How were you feeling toward probably six or seven? Let me see. Everything ship is. I think everything ship is when they Some they broke they stupid. they broke up sort of around seven to eight, I believe. Yeah. I think it was. The, I don't know, dude. I I didn't think that the breakup was executed well mm-hmm. you know what i mean for the, for the writers the writers could have write that a lot better right because it is i i get the whole she didn't want a grand gesture she didn't want him to throw a party and all this good stuff but the like the girls who are supposed to be like her best friends told him like no you know that's just the thing every time a girl tells you not to do something that's what you should really do yeah. you should really throw her a party Clearly, these girls don't know her anymore. Right. After Peach has died. So, why not... For him to be as smart as he is, supposedly, and he sees her and how she's changing since Peach has died, why would you take their advice? You know your girlfriend's completely different. Her best friend died. She's she's a different person. Why would you go with the girls who you clearly know don't know who she is as good as you think... His whole thing has been, I know you better than you know yourself. I know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So then how did it make sense for him to listen to her friend and throw a big party? 
it it to me it really didn't and a lot of the season shows that it's like kind of hammy when it or hand hand wavy i said hammy i meant hand wavy when it's like don't worry about it oh he's just gonna listen to her friends because you know that's what he's got to do it it kind of feels like they make the characters a little stupid in yeah. certain scenarios so that like well why did he pee in a damn jar after he had was standing there in peach's room for that one you know the episode that Peach dies? Yeah, he, my whole thing I know was, his head was fucking knocked in and everything, but it's like you're making characters do dumb shit. Yeah. Like, he knew he was going there to possibly kill Peach. You know, he'd already tried to kill her one time before. And you're going to piss in a jar right before you do all this? I mean, I know... What, do you have a concussion or something like that? And Yeah, because he got in that wreck. He had a concussion. I was... I think whenever he decided to whiz in the jar, I think I realized then that it was like, okay, now the writers are just making him do dumb shit. Yeah. Like. Not only that, can we just, did we get any insight on, and I know this doesn't matter, his piss was blood red. You don't get, you don't, you don't piss blood from <laughs> oh, a fucking no. concussion. <laughs> well, he might have like internal bleeding or something like that, right? No, not from a head trauma. I'm, I, internal bleeding. I'm saying he might have. I don't know. I I don't. I don't remember that. I just. You got a GI bleed. You ain't up walking around doing <laughs> shit. Try, worried about killing people. <laughs> All right. So we. Is, <laughs> is it possible the whole last episode was a dream? Oh, that's cool. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. No. No, I think she's dead. I mean, it would be the extra mile to do that to try to bring her, her back, but um, we already know he's an unreliable narrator, and a lot of times we are with him. So it's very well possible, in my opinion, that we could flash back to her getting whacked over the head back in his apartment or something like that, and she'd wake back up in the cage, and she's not dead yet. Yeah. Um, if If they really wanted to bring her back. I don't know if that I don't I feel like it's kind of back uh you know stepping back from the ledge if you a little bit. Yeah. Um and not going full fledged but I feel like we had so much emotional investment with Beck. Beck. I just felt like mm. there's so much time spent with her and her friends and her family. I just don't know what this show is without her. Yeah, I don't. Personally, I'm not invested in this. Uh, his ex ex showing back up. No, Candace. Yeah. Well, she kind of never went away. He's always. Well, show... my thing is when he's seen her in Peach's house, and when he's seen her in the other places, what's bringing her back? Like, what? Why? Why is he still? When he's so consumed and obsessed with Beck to the point where he's putting her in a fucking cage, what happened with him? And I would rather have known a long time ago what happened with Candace. Yeah, to my knowledge, uh, she Candace doesn't show up at all at the end, at the last episode, with the exception of when she walks in the bookstore. She was in Peach's house, though. Is the is Peach's house isn't in the last episode, right? That's like episode seven. Okay, yeah. Six. That's way early because there's a whole. They they don't even they haven't even broken up at Peach's house yet. Yeah, because he goes and he has a relate quick relationship with his neighbor neighbor's right. maid. 
Huh? She was the maid at, over there. No, she wasn't. That was her friend. They worked together. They're both nurses. Oh, they're both nurses. Sorry. <laughs> I thought she was the maid. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was not interested in the uh, the X subplot no. at all. Um, I don't know about you, but you said you weren't. I, I thought it could have been executed a little bit better. Mostly, uh, well, okay, so we we did find out that uh, that Candace, his ex, was cheating on him. Yeah. And that led him to do some crazy shit, probably lock her up somewhere, but then she might have escaped or some other, you know, she might have done something. She got out of there. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like we were given enough information to see how she might possibly have lived. And that's kind of the most interesting, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it's the most interesting to say she lived. It's more... Or what would you say? I think she's alive. I think she lived. I think she got away from him. You don't think it's interesting to show that, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it would have been a lot more interesting. Um, As opposed to just to see her show... Like, I feel, like I feel like we had lost 20 minutes or two episodes of stuff that we could have seen with them, too. You know? Yeah. Like, I honestly wanted to see... I, we did get a little bit of a flashback with them together, but it wasn't a long flashback. No, we got to see how they met. Yeah, I wanted even maybe a, a full episode of them, too, you know? Yeah. So I could really see how they, they came together. I think a full episode would have been sufficient. I... Would it... Do you think it is more satisfying that it was Candace at the very end? Or would you have rather been a random girl? See, I think... I don't know... Maybe can the girl Candace's friend that Beck went and talked oh, to yeah. from the party. Remember the girl that they saw at that party, and she was like, "It's he, just weird." But he wouldn't be eyeballing her because he he knows her. He'd be eyeballing her for what she for her talking to Beck. Well, my my I I liked how they were trying to wrap up the end. It was almost like a reset in the clock. Yeah, like it was like, oh, there you are, walking in. With the legs, or you know, with a skirt, and it was yeah, exactly like the starting all over. Yeah, again. with with a new girl, and I thought it. I was like, oh, I really like this because it's like he completely forgot about Beck. It's like, how many times has he done this? Yeah. It, that's my type of thing, and uh, I felt like having Candace show up at the end kind of was like, Mom. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. yeah, I don't I don't know why I I wasn't satisfied by having her show up. I Just something know. about their I guess because we thought she was dead the entire time. I guess we just assumed she was dead and her not being dead is like, wow, you know? Yeah. I honestly would have rather have had the uh what's it called? Peach's uh private investigator show up the pi yeah. yeah or like have him in the background or something like that you know that i wanted more of a criminal angle and less of a a relationship angle maybe yeah uh, I, you know that's what i'm kind of looking at and well uh, it did show something with P, uh, his, the pi right at the very end when they're all on when he's selling beck's book and the pi is in the bookstore no, he's he's somewhere reading it online, and he's like bullshit. He's oh. like that's bullshit. Oh, okay. Meaning that's not what happened. He okay. doesn't believe that that's what happened. What's in Beck's book? I'm assuming. Right. I felt like there was an, an amount. It just 
a crazy amount of evidence against this guy. It was really strange. Uh, Joe's and Paco's relationship was really strange to me. Like okay. I, I get that Joe was there for Paco a lot. Well, did you see the relationship dynamic of Joe to Paco as Joe to the Mr. Mooney character who owned the uh, bookstore? Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I got that. So I, I definitely was seeing that relationship starting to bl blossom in the same way. But, I mean, we... To me, I didn't feel like we understood Mr. Mooney nor Joe's past. I mean, yeah, no. it was like Joe had a kind of a rough upbringing or something like that, but it didn't... Was it even... I don't remember anything out of the ordinary. I don't know. And thinking back on it, I can't really regurgitate too much of it myself, can you? I mean, I, I just was kind of like... I kind of feel like I don't know this guy. Mr. Mooney? No, 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 uh, Joe. His kid character, his character as a teen. Just him, his character in general. I feel like I went through a full season. I still don't understand this guy. I just understand what he does, and that's like stalks and kills. Yeah, no, um, I kind of I felt like I understood a little bit because of how Mr. Mooney treated. Maybe a little bit, of Mr. Mooney. Maybe a little bit of his girlfriend, but I didn't feel like maybe from a family perspective I ever got anything. Uh -uh. Do you, do we recall his in... family? He didn't have a family. All he had was Mr. Mooney. Right. I just. Like that, okay. The guy locked him in a in a case when he was younger. He was yeah. kind of, you know, a little bit traumatized from it. But you know, the, the you know, who hasn't been locked in a box for you know forty eight hours? I don't know. It's just look, I'm not saying that what happened to him wouldn't fuck him up a little bit. But you know, I feel like this guy's like on another level of crazy. And I wanted to see maybe when it happened. When did he break? You know? Yeah. I didn't ever feel like we could ever pinpoint a time on the timeline when he was like, that's it. You yeah, know? no. I didn't, because I didn't catch it. Because I felt like every time he was killing, it felt like his first time. Yeah. And mm -hmm. for someone that is this crazy about, you know, taking people out, like, wouldn't you be a little bit more professional in some sort of way? I don't know. It felt like every time he was killing, it definitely felt like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. You yeah. know? But, like, somehow he wipes all of the blood out of there and all of the DNA. somehow he doesn't get caught. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. He's, like, every time... It doesn't... It's not consistent, I guess. And I guess realistically, I guess he acts like how most people probably would act. Like, oh, fuck, you know? Like, yeah. they're not, like... They're they're angry and aggressive, but, like, and upset. But, like... Like, you, you get to work and you start cleaning the shit up, you know? And if, if you've seen anything that... It's like he just kills the, crime, the person, looks at it, and it's like... I'll have to come back to this. Like, I'll have to come back. I can't. Yeah. I, can't right I gotta now. take a dump on this shelf right here. I'll come back to it. <laughs> Just like, I, I, he was so, he was so slick and sly, like in between, like what he was doing. But when he would actually kill somebody, or when, like, it, it didn't make sense to me. Like, how does he have? How do you kill someone in the basement of a bookstore that's in a cage? Other people that work in that bookstore know there's a cage downstairs. No one ever finds anything. <laughs> yeah, no one ever can go down there. The the Ethan character is apparently just completely oblivious. Just a complete dumbass. Telling you, if I worked in somewhere and someone was like, hey, basement's off limits for tonight, oh. I'd be like... Someone going down. The police going to be down there in a little bit. <laughs> they go check it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we'll be down there to check here in a little bit. Because yeah. that... 
It, I don't know. Just the, the. I thought he. I hate what we're, we're uh, watching. There. We got the last episode in the uh, in the change. studio right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's troublesome seeing uh, what happens. Uh, what do you think about Paco in that storyline? This one. Paco. Paco's a little shit. He's After, a little shithead. If he if he hadn't seen if he hadn't been subjected to uh, her. Yeah. Seeing her, do you think you'd still be a shit, or do you are you are you, are you just going in with Rose? Oh, if Paco wouldn't have been what? If Paco had not seen Beck trying to escape, then you know, if he openly was a good kid, you know, mm-hmm. do you think you would like him a little bit better? Like if he hadn't seen Beck trying to escape? No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. No, because. Before this, he watches Joe stab his mom's boyfriend in the neck, and he's just come. He's like, "Okay, Joe, listen to you. What do I do?" <laughs> so no. I liked Paco up until when was it? He started making some really brass decisions, like taking the gun. Do you remember that? Yeah. And. He started to become more of a cliche character when it came down to, like, who, you know, like, the type of character that was going to go downhill. It was like, you saw where this kid was going. He was he was ha- aiming for, you know, yeah. the hills. And uh, it was going to be bad no matter what. I thought that, I don't know, the, the Paco character went to a natural conclusion but I hate that they're just packing up and leaving, and it's like a we'll see a storyline. Yeah. It's like, I don't know about that, you know? And what's his face? Uh, Ron, what's his name? Ron or something? The boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Ron. Ron. Yeah. Ron, guys. I mean, what do you think about that, that, that one scene, just all of a sudden he was, uh, he was completely taken out from Paco's uh, sleeping pills, and then... Joe comes in, does CPR or something like to, to help him. No, he gives him that that nasal spray. Sorry, gives him nasal spray or something. No, no, no. He sticks his hands on the start, makes yeah. him throw it up. Yeah, he, he makes him throw it and up. That dude beats the shit out of him. That didn't it, make any sense. It, it it went from he beat him up, then the next episode is Peach's death, and it's like three days later, and that beat up the, him being beat up is almost never addressed again. It's just like he's just beat up. Yeah. And he's beat the sh- He's like hella beat up. It's like, as a girlfriend, would you not say something that both your best friend just got knocked in the fucking head and your, boyfriend your boyfriend's got the shit knocked yeah, out of him? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that doesn't... I mean, I know one doesn't have to do with the other, but still. Still. You gotta be... Yeah, you gotta... Just, <laughs> I, they've written her character to be really stupid and oblivious to certain things because it's like... Honey, I know that your eyes black and your nose is probably broke, but Peach just really needs me to go shopping with her right now, okay? <laughs> Peach wants us to go out, have one of those girls' nights. We're gonna go get our hair done, get get a mani pedi. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all say. Yeah, <laughs> something in that realm. Gonna go get lit. Yeah, go get lit up. Honey, I, re- I know you got your ass kicked, but I need a girl tonight. Okay, Peach needs me. It, it It's never addressed. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it's addressed by Paco's storyline, his mother. Um, 
But yeah. I, I did think this part right here was funny. What? When she gets out of the cage, she says all that mean shit to him. Yeah. And then you don't take the fucking keys with you to go upstairs. How fucking stupid do you have to be? I I I, I wanted her to just kill him right then and there. She whacks him with a mullet. Uh, mallet? Yeah. <laughs> she whacks him with a mullet? <laughs> whacks him with a mallet? No. Uh, yeah, should have killed him right there, but you can't kill him. Otherwise, you know, can't have a season two. Um, yeah, I was uh, like, Beck, you gotta get the fuck out of there. You gotta get the fuck out of there. And the way they just casually like, all right, we'll see you later. And then it's a hashtag four months later or something like that. And it's like, we'll see you. Yeah. It said, that's all she wrote. Um, oh yeah. Also, I thought that whole thing about Beck, I just want you to type your dreams out, type everything you want or whatever the fuck. Yeah. The, the, the entire last episode is completely fucked. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, I'm just trying to get you to understand our love and you know i just want you to get your typing out or your your writing out and he gives her a typewriter and she actually does it yeah i thought that was fucking i stupid. was like god <laughs> I, I i understand that she actually did do it but the fact that i understand she like took the the you know the the, the key out and stabbed him with it you remember that yeah. that's what she stabs him with but uh i was just like why the the fact that the writers actually were like, oh, she's gonna actually have a breakthrough from this, uh, you know, Stockholm syndrome she's going through by yeah. her kidnapper, aka her boyfriend, aka a murder rapist, or I don't know if you know if he's a rapist, but he's still crazy, he's still a murderer. My thing is, is Joe also never used gloves to do anything? Well, he's just that clean cut. He just oh, and he didn't didn't he uh put what's his face. John Stamos's character, he set him up for Beck, Beck's murder. Is that what how that ended? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But do you see everyone else is wearing gloves to touch it? <laughs> well, he never fucking did. <laughs> oh my god, that that one character, the the, the over crazy poet poet. I liked the, her. The sweetest poet. Blythe. Yeah. I liked her. Blythe, Blythe coming in with the po the sweet rap. I liked her. Don't, dude. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah that that last ending was just I don't know. It was a gut punch. In my opinion, it was. I hate I hate how this last part. It's like him talking, and it's like you couldn't love me, and I've had to come to terms with that. You can't kill everyone who don't fucking love you. <laughs> I know it. it... The fact that there's three people missing that have come in contact with this guy. Four. four. He killed the Ron. guy that... Well, five, then. He killed the... First guy. The music producer guy that Candace was sleeping with. Candace was Oh, she killed him. Okay, he so he pushed the... him off of a bridge. He did. Where yeah. the fuck were you? Sorry. That... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a week since we watched this. Uh, all right. So yeah. Okay. So he's body. He's body count one. Movie, music, music. Can you say it? Are you good? Are you good? Music producer guy. Yeah, that's two. Ron, Benji, Peach. Beck. Beck. 
Whoa. I'm not a killer. <laughs> I just want you to see what line I will cross for you. That's not love for anyone who needs to hear it. Okay. You've heard it first. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... Just so you know, just for the record so everyone hears us, I'm not killing anyone for the sake of me and you being together. Okay? Oh. And for the sake of us being together, I don't need you to kill anyone. Okay, thank you. Because... I, I don't plan on killing anyone. Okay. I hope you don't kill anybody. I won't. I don't want to. Okay, we've made a commitment that we're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. I just wanted to make it to where people heard it. I don't know why they need to hear that. I feel Other like, people have heard it. I feel like that's just self-implied when... No. You I'm have not to... kidding. People are going to watch this show. I don't... And it is going to open up so many fucking doors for people to be like, No, this is really a problem. It's a disease and you cannot help it. It is a preference to kill for people that you love. I don't want to fucking hear that. I do not want to fucking hear it. Oh my goodness! Well, you you definitely heard it first here. I'm I'm yeah. glad I'm glad we have like the super disclaimer from Kelly. It's like this is like this is love. This is not canon. This is not this real is life. Love, love, love. <laughs> I mean, there there is definitely a, a line, you know, that needs to be drawn what i'm saying is like uh, what i'm i'm not i'm not taking up for in anybody or anything or any type of behavior like that but uh i i think that i don't know like when you watch uh what iron man iron man you don't like say like oh there's a disclaimer don't be making robots you know you know don't be making you know robots <laughs> you know it's, it's like not the same. i know it's not the same it's just it could, because this is a little bit more grounded because it be could it because it be could be be because it can be taken as a little bit more real life quote unquote real life i guess it's taken a little bit more seriously you know mm -hmm. but i definitely don't want to say like this type of behavior is like acceptable in any way you know like this is completely ridiculous He's a freaking psychopath, and anybody that went down this path would be caught the first murder they did. I would hope so. They'd be—I mean, most of them hopefully would be caught before they did anything crazy. But, um, yeah. What do you think? Is Joe delusional? Yeah, he's delusional. So, let's—we uh, talked about a, pretty much the majority of the the plot. Can we talk quickly about um, the? What's it called? Uh, the acting, the technicals, the the music, the the stuff I normally like like to discuss. You, yeah. Uh, you know, like you know, <laughs> you, uh, let's say I'd say the majority of it looks really good. I think technically it's really proficient. There's a lot of suspense. There's maybe two. I'd say there's three episodes that could be taken out yeah. in total, but I didn't feel like it was a waste of time. Um, I liked the um, I liked the throwing it in there where you could hear other people like what they were thinking in their heads, like because at first different like perspective, you, like you said, it was all Joe at first, and then when he fucks up in in bed, it switches we get over. To, we get to see what she's thinking. Yeah. I wanted more. Yeah, definitely more of what everyone else was thinking. Right. I I think it would have gotten a little tiresome, but I did. We didn't hear what Peach was thinking at all, right? Not to my knowledge. Um, but it felt like we could, honestly. Yeah. Just by how much he was talking for her. Well, no, about her, she's a good actress. I, th yeah, I thought 
Peach was probably Peach and Joe. Joe's character were probably the strongest. Yeah. Let me see. Which I think they were supposed to be, right? Uh, I mean, they were probably they were the biggest like two that were headbutting, you know, mm-hmm. the two biggest contenders. Um, like I didn't understand why we had to sit through the whole meeting with Beck's mom and that whole backstory, like. Her mom. I'm, you know, in episode four, meet, meeting the quote unquote captain and his little problem, and that's her stepmom. Sorry, step. Oh, step. You know, family. You know what I mean. Mm-mm. All right, her family. Her family. So I'm just saying, like, why do we have to go through that whole thing if it ultimately didn't mean anything to the plot? You know, I kind of wanted them to come back around, or you know what I mean, just have yeah. a little bit more well, time. Well, it did. It had a lot to do. She kept telling people her dad was dead. Sure, I guess, I guess if that's, I mean, I understand that I guess that's sort of a plot point, but it's like it didn't, I don't feel like it made her anything. A liar? A bad person? Okay, but she ends up getting killed before really it becomes anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, I didn't feel like she got to go through the full wind of all emotions and, and satisfying narrative endings before she was killed. Most yeah. people... Most of them get to say their quote-unquote goodbyes or something like that. I feel like there's no goodbyes. But real life, there's no goodbyes either. No. But, um, yeah, so, and acting. What would you think about the acting? I, I thought, thought it was, I mean, I thought it was good, but like I said, I think Peach was my favorite. Peach did, was a I mean, I, MVP for you? I just thought she did a really good job. I mean, I thought everyone did. I thought Beck did a good job too, but it just sometimes her character, she just had to play a really dumb character sometimes, and I just didn't like it. Right. So. Nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh. Um, I did feel like uh, occasionally some of the direction was a little bit. Um, uh, I don't want to say like amateur. I don't want to say amateur, but it just felt like they took like the one the second take. You yeah. know. It's like, I I know she can act, but at the beginning, couple scenes, she's like, hello. It felt like, like she was reading or theatrical, or, yeah. you know, very script, script heavy. Um, but I really liked the direction at the beginning, uh, the, the technical direction. I feel like it kind of shifted a little bit because it was very um, romanticized. You see how they, you know, do the bokeh effect. At the beginning, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's back. It's like nothing else in the world matters. And, yeah. it, you know, and same thing with Joe. When it shows Joe's face, a lot of the time they would blur out the background. And, you know, it was, it was that type of effect. Yeah. And uh, when they were showing them together, it would have the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the camera kind of just slide slowly to the left or to the right when they're in the bookstore or something like that, you know. Yeah. And I felt like it was very technically savvy when it was at the beginning. But then. It kind of became more of a, a, a regular episode, serialized show, I guess. It didn't feel as cinematic, quote-unquote cinematic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let me see. Anything else? I felt a little bit um, like we were teased by Mr. Mooney. We didn't get too much of him. Even when we got to see him in, in the real timeline... He's suffered a stroke or something like that, right? He had dementia. He had dementia, and, and it, it didn't lead to any I thought her story. going to see him, I thought that was pointless, too. Beck was going to see him? When Joe took her to me, it didn't seem like 
There was no point. I wanted there to be like something big, right? Like a big confrontation or yeah. big revelation. And I felt or like for that... Mr. Mooney to tell her in some way, like, hey, he's going to hurt you or something like that. Like, right. Been helpful. Right. But then again, Mr. Mooney. I wanted to see that Joe did that to Mr. Mooney or did something to put him down or something, you know. Well, but he learned his ways from Mr. Mooney. I know, so. but then he took him out, you know. I'd, so that's what I think happened. Um, but yeah. That, yeah. That, that's pretty much my opinions on... Uh, you. I'm trying to think if we have anything else we got to say about it. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. What would you rate it? One out of ten. I'd give it about a six. Okay. Okay. I think I landed at about a seven. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly why I liked it a little bit more than you, but maybe the character and direction was just slightly better, in my opinion, than what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in comparison to the pilot of Sex Education, which we're about to podcast here in a little bit, um, which one, which pilot did you like better? What? Not non-spoiler. Which Wh what? Which pilot, which first episode did you like better? The you or did you like Sex Education? Sex Education. You liked the pilot of Sex Education better? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think you might actually end up liking that show better than I will. But we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Um yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. We don't get you sure. on so often. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> when you start breaking stuff down, I get so quiet because I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> You're like, I want to talk about you one thing about me one thing about me. <laughs> Sorry, I, I like I like messing with Kelly. I just like poke her to wake her up. She's like, podcast, sleep, sleep, podcast. Yeah, Kelly doesn't feel that great. And uh, I'm sorry, I had to. Whoa. You get to get me. Oh, that's funny. That's real rich. <laughs> what else are we, uh, what else do we have coming down the line? I'll, I'll have you uh, announce a couple of the, the podcast media goodness. Well, I finished today. What did you finish today? Sex Education. It's a cute little movie. Uh, is it a movie? Cute little show, sorry. Oh, okay. So we're going to have to podcast... It's uh, a cute show, but it... I mean... Uh, bead. It kind of reminded me... What did you say last night it reminded you of? Uh, Bring it on. Oh, uh, I thought Sex ed Education was uh, the movie Bring It On remove the cheerleading, and add sex. Yeah. <laughs> so. Kind of, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so that's that's what we're going to podcast. Uh, what is that? Sex education. What did we finish over the weekend? Oh, the Ted Bundy the conversations with the killer. The Ted Bundy tapes. I feel like we didn't get to hear a lot of conversation, though. I mean, he was talking in the background. Conversation with the killer. Well, then let's hear those conversations y'all had. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, I do feel like we were, uh, well, t listen to the podcast. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen to the podcast. If you want to know more, listen to the podcast. Uh, what else do we have coming down the tube? We have the fire documentary on Netflix. I got to watch that. I haven't. Oh yeah. I might have you watch that while I'm on some net sex education. Um, we finished episodes of you. Uh, you already know that since you already listened to this. What do we got? Glass. 
blast in the ass. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's the sequel, or the the trifecta ending to Unbreakable, Split, now Glass. Split with James Unbreakable Mac. Split Glass? Unbreakable Split Glass in the ass. Stupid! Unbreakable Split. They all mean something in correlation to the, the thing I do. Um, okay, so... We have top 10 movies of 2018 already released. Mark and I released our top 10 of 2018. Bark? Bark came on for the podcast. Wow. I, I'm going to have you on for the Does top... Does he even watch movies? That's that's a thing. We It was more of his top five. <laughs> it was my top 10, his top five. Um, but we're going to get your top 10 movies when we do top 10 television of 2018. Because you and I have done some hella TV watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can, we can best summarize our TV watching, and and we can give your top ten movies of twenty eighteen on there as well. Um, we have the Fire Fraud Hulu documentary. It's the second documentary on Fire Festival, but it was released before the Netflix one called Fire Fraud. Hmm. Um, I kind of will have I'll have you look a little bit in that as well. Um, Mid nineties, Minding the Gap on Hulu, best documentary of the year, I'd say. Blind spotting, excellent podcast. Going to be coming down the tube. Anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. But yeah, thank you for listening, Lucky Dog Podcast. Kelly, thank you for joining us on you Netflix original. Are you following me? I'm on to you. Take it easy. I won't let her get in the way of us. Please. <laughs> I think you're hiding something. You're being crazy. Honestly, you're lucky to have me. Every relationship has its obstacles to overcome, right? Want to talk about you? Want to talk about me? I wish I knew the rest of the words to that song. Damn it! Want to talk about my? No one knows the words. <laughs> Not even uh, what's his name, Toby Keith. Toby Keith don't even know the words. Yeah. Dang it! He didn't even make up words for that. He just started mumbling, jumbling.